We can sum up McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich in one word. Crispy. But also juicy and tender. Maybe crispy juicy tender or one word. Okay, fine. You'll just have to try our crispy chicken sandwich to understand it. Get a free medium fries and medium soft drink with purchase of any crispy chicken sandwich. Available only on the app. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's app download and registration required. The following is a fourth hand production. Oh, hey there, Count Panic. I got a question for you. What's that, Bob? What do you know about Mothman, the Loch Ness Monster, ghosts, demons, and things that go bump in the night? Not much, Bob. Well, lucky for you, we host a podcast called Bob After Dark, where we talk about legends, lore, and the supernatural. Wow, where can I find this podcast? Wherever you find your great podcasts at. Oh, my name is Chris, and I'm here to <laughs> give you a tour of a shitty movie with James. Mm. Motherfucker. What? No! You suck! Hey there, guys, girls, and everything in between. This is your host for What the Suck, Chris. (laughs) And I'm James. What's up, you hoes? Man, it (laughs) is a fun one tonight. It's a fun one every night when we do this. Of course. uh, I'm excited because this uh, this particular movie has this particular movie has two of my favorite actors, Seth Green. Oh, really? And... Alfonso, don't call me Carlton Ribeiro. Oh, sweet. That's right. So tonight we are doing the 1993 direct-to-video horror film called Ticks. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can't believe he's actually in a movie that wasn't directed by his older brother. Talking about Clint Howard? I'm talking about Clint the man Howard. Let me get to the cast real quick. This movie is also known as Infested, which um, who cares? But anyway... (laughs) Directed by Tony Randall, not the Tony Randall. Oh, damn. I know. He, he would not go anywhere near this piece of crap. Of course not. He's a man with I class. Think was, I think he was dead by then. Anyway. Plus, he's a man with class. Yeah. Produced by Jack F. Murphy, Gary Schmoller Schmucker, uh, Brian Yuzna. Yuz, Yuzna. Yuzna. The, yeah, Yuz. The two Yuznas. That's right. Written by Brent V. Friedman. Starring Peter Scolari. Oh, Lord. Seth Green. So Peter, that's that's Tom Hanks Jr. For people who don't know, he was yeah. the co-star of uh, and the Bosom Buzzies TV show Wait. and faded into obscurity. And he Tom did. Hanks went on to great things. Yes, he did. Uh, Seth Green, Amy Dolan's Rosalind Allen, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. Isn't that Seth? Isn't that Seth uh, Gary the Bunny? Green, yeah, right there. See, that's green, yeah, robot chicken, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. badass. And then, of course, as you mentioned, Clint, uh, uh Ron Howard's younger brother, Clint Howard. <laughs> and we'll just introduce him as Ron Howard's little brother. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Music by Daniel Licht, Licked My Ass, Christopher <laughs> L. Stone, Cinematography by Dumb Schmuck, Edited by Leslie Rosenthal, Production Company Republic Pictures. Released May fifth, uh, May twenty fifth, nineteen ninety four. Eighty five minute running time with a Ugh. budget of one million dollars. I mean, they had all that talent for a million dollars. For a million dollars, yeah. That, that had to be something. That they had to have something on somebody. This is like in the middle of like. Maybe that's why Scolari fell off the face of the earth. Maybe, you know, he, he they said, "Look, you make these pictures, motherfucker. We're gonna tell people what you did." This is like in the middle of like the of uh, Alfonso Ribeiro's run as Carlton in Fresh Prince. So. I, I believe it was, yeah. So like he and yet he still agreed to be in this movie, and he yeah it's, it's halfway through the uh, the run of Fresh Prince, so he's he's Holy pretty crap. well known. He's pretty well Alfonso. known. Alfonso. Yeah, and somehow. Okay, they only had a million dollars, which I mean they didn't pay him very much to be in the movie, but he no. probably could have commanded way more. Now, at that time, I think he still had like Will Smith. He was. I'm much, gonna tell you what. Bigger. Next to Will Smith, I think he was the second most popular character on the show. Absolutely, for Absolutely. crying out loud. I mean, he was, and, and he is seriously funny. He, yeah. He's a great person, and he is—he's a hell of a dancer. 
And he and Will Smith doesn't have his own dance on Fortnite, so suck it. No, he does. <laughs> okay, so what is this film all about? I'm I'm a, I'm afraid you're gonna tell me. Aren't oh, you? here we go. Mammoth mutant killer insects terrorize yes! a North California campground in this horrific tale of ecological disaster from the director oh, of Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. Ecological disaster, evil whitey, evil whitey spilling man. shit out in the forest and causing... Whitey! I, I swear. A group of teenagers on a wilderness weekend encounter a swarm of giant predatory wood ticks mutated to terrifying proportions by growth steroids oh, dumped into geez. the water table by ruthless marijuana farmers. Yes. Weed fantastic. heads. Fantastic. At least, hey, at least it's not Evil Whitey Corporation this time. It's a bunch of damn it's a bunch of stanking, stanking potheads. As one by one, the rangers begin to fall victim to the tick's deadly hallucinatory venom. A brutal forest blaze breaks out, trapping the panicked, tricking teens in their cabin. This thing is written terribly. And it's, it on, it's on the back of the fucking box, too. Surrounded by the vicious insects on one side and the fire on the other, their only hope for survival is to rely on each other. If they can last that long, what fucking fire? Some fire breaks out. They didn't at some expl- point. Uh, it just said during during their good, attack. Man. The I fire wish it break. Out. I wish the fire break out like ten minutes into this. Burn, burn everybody and credits. Yeah, know. done. Congratulations. <laughs> Here's your ecological disaster. Now, yeah. fuck off. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I think this thing had a Rotten Tomatoes. I believe. Uh, let me see. Did it have some tomatoes? It had tomatoes. All right, so the movie has a Rotten Tomato score of 67%. Hey, man, that's too damn high, fool. And only six actual critic reviews, so... But shit, that's that's damn near all of them. That's... 67%'s like four out of six. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, four out of six. Yeah. Well, fuck. But it has a user audience score of 32% at 890 reviews. Man, fuck the audience. What do they know? Better than the critics. (laughs) Fuck the critics. What do they know? That's true. Pieces of shit. All right, so let's, uh, okay, uh, as far as our review system, again, go listen to an earlier episode if you want to know what it is. Uh, it's a one through five, just real quick, one through five uh, shit emojis, reverse scale. Yep. One being the best, something you want to keep in your queue and, and watch over and over and show your friends. Five being the worst, where you want to watch it once and then go uh, do some sort of blunt trauma, blunt force trauma to the head. Go on to a live artillery range and put your head under a tank track and let them run over your head. There you go. Or just do some really, really hard hallucinogen to help (laughs) remove the memory from your brain. Yes. Yes. Everything in between are different shades of that. Uh, Again, if you want to know, go listen to an earlier episode, and you will find out more about that. That's right. All all you need to know is the more stars, the more alcohol it's More stars. Ain't no stars, motherfucker. It's stars. It's shit emojis. So basically how it works is the more shit emojis, the more alcohol. That's right. That is a good way to put that. that's That's the way it is. As it goes up, so does the volume of alcohol. All right. Well, let's get into the review. All right, man. It started out small. It's got measles bumps. It's a tick. Vampires of the insect world. A part of Mother Nature's wonder. What's so inspiring about bugs and insects and snakes? But then they grew. Don't move. There's something on your back. Get it off now! And grew. Just don't touch it if you don't know what it is. Don't touch it, it attacked me. Unimaginable. Ticks do not get this big. Unthinkable. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's a huge fire. Who was supposed to take things in this way? Where civilization ends. The nightmare begins. Everybody get up, It's not nice to mess with Mother Nature. Well, that sucked. Have you ever <laughs> have you ever wanted to see a movie where 
they said, hey, why don't we take Carlton Banks and turn him into a giant tick? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I have. Are no. you sure? Because I'm sure I'm it's on everybody's sure. mind. Sure on the mind of these people. But who made this see, movie. in this in this case, it wasn't the Carlton <laughs> Banks. It was C Note. No, no, no. You want to be thug? It wasn't even. It wasn't even C Note. It was worse than C Note. It was Panic. <laughs> panic. It was panic. Yeah, and that's a good word to describe this movie. Oh man. So okay. <clears throat> So, the first three minutes of this movie is just shots of the marijuana farm and the equipment they use to process it and all That's the right. steroids they use on it. Yep. And then it shows, of course, how, you know, evil Whitey, once again, is ruining the environment when this shit starts. They show it splattering and seeping and shit and gets out. And then you see these little pods and they're flea eggs. Or not flea eggs, but tick, tick eggs. eggs. Yeah, and you know, well, here we go. And, I mean, and, it, was, it was it was explained right off the bat, so yeah. there wasn't no delay. But three minutes, three minutes at the beginning of this movie is just dedicated to just shots of the machinery and then the tick eggs being covered in steroids, and that's yep. the first four, actually, first sorry, first four minutes of this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, it's basically nothing. Four minutes. <laughs> <clears throat> so then. We cut to our induction to Seth Green, who's being dropped off by his dad. And damn, he's young. Man, he's young. This... He's, he looks like he's maybe 13, 14. Yeah, this this is like right around the time when he did It. Was it? Okay. I think that so. Cause, about right. Because it was, it was 1990. So this is, yep, three years after he did It. Three <clears throat> years after he did It. Yeah. Damn. That's a shame too, because it was all right. Yeah, he did good in it. Yeah, and and then he went to this fucking piece of shit. Yeah, uh, and so he's being dropped off by his dad to go to a retreat for the weekend with some a bunch of other, quote unquote, troubled um, youths. Troubled youths. The, the, youths. The twelve youths. The twelve youths. Um, it was and, like what six of them, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't fucking count. And <laughs> and while he so he's dropped off under this fucking bridge. Which yep. is a terrible place to drop off a kid for a retreat. Here, get out the car. They probably don't live anywhere near this fucking bridge because it's in a bad part of the city. Yep. And he drives him out there to drop his ass off there. And this is where we are introduced quickly to Panic, a.k.a. Carlton, a.k.a. AKA C-Note. That's right. Whatever you want to call him. He, um, he pops out. He's acting like a thug. He's like, yo, this is my area. I'm about to play some ball. You better play some ball. You're going to get shot. And he's talking shit about this dog and rip his legs off. And, let him, and this dog is actually a sweet looking, yeah. like a almost like a collie cross breed of some sort. Right. Not no damn pit bull or rottweiler. Or fighting no dog like or whatever. That. No. So I started laughing because I'm sitting there going, okay, first of all, everybody knows Alfonso Ribeiro is Carlton. Period. To see he, him try to play try a to thug, pl- try to pl- try to be hard and thuggish, it just doesn't work. Absolutely hilarious. It is. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Uh, and then the van shows up with the people who are taking everybody out to the week to, to the woods for the weekend. Yep. They pick up um, Seth Green, and then they pick up uh, Carlton C Note. Yep. We'll call him Holly, and uh, Holly is the lady. The lady's name and the guy's name, I think. We'll it's, just call uh, him Peter. It's just Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's called, <laughs> that's all his name is Peter. Peter. All right, so we're introduced to our cast of characters, all the kids and shit. All the kids, they loading up, they're on their way to the woods. And then we cut to Clint Howard. Clint. Who is one of the drug runners. I don't know what's wrong with this boy. He is in the <laughs> in the shed where all the marijuana is, and he is making some tea. He is, he he's is, he's uh, got that uh, that strange brew shit that he puts together, that steroid crap, whatever yeah. the hell there is. They're using that growth hormone. To, for, the, for the weeds, for, right? Yeah. And he's the one responsible, of course. He's the one whose shit is dripping under the floorboards and getting all these fucking ticks. And they show us the tick egg again, and now it's grown to like 10 times normal size. Now it looks like a football. Yeah. Pulsating. And then the the tick comes out. You don't see it, but the tick comes comes out, and then it cuts to uh, them, the van heading towards the woods. Long fucking scenery of that. Who gives a shit? And... But they get a flat tire, they stop on the side of the road. While they're on the side of the road, all the kids are hanging out. And immediately, the dog gets a tick. Not a big tick, but a little tick. Yep. And so we get a half-assed explanation about ticks and how to get rid of them. Um, Alfonso's character, who's dumb as shit, calls it a measle bump. Because he's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. 
He says, no, man, it's a tick. Yeah. And he says, and watch, you can't, he says, you can't kill them by squishing them. So he wraps this little thing up in a napkin, little napkin or something, and lights it on fire, and it explodes. Yep. So we're like, okay, this is what we're going to end up getting. A bunch of, you know, because you, you can see it coming. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So then they go into town. They stop at a gas station. They're harassed by the rednecks who are also part of the. Um, and this is creepy because this dude's like. 40 years old yeah and he's and he's to, and he's macking real hard on this teenage girl he is it's trying sick. to commit statutory because he says you know what 15 will get you 20 yeah that's right so he wants to get Bastard. that 20 uh so we come back to clint howard who is smoking up his own supply who is yeah he's hitting he's hitting the chronic pretty damn hard <clears throat> messing around with his machinery and we see the tick finally yeah probably the size of about a fist a good open hand it's a good size yeah and it runs around and it looks like it's going to attack him but yet it hears the squeak of his little hamster or guinea pig or whatever the hell it is running on a wheel not sure why a drug dealer in a warehouse has a hamster for a pet what's a guard hamster a guard hamster in a fucking cage (laughs) not gonna do much shit in the fucking cage we get a shitty squeak and he's like, he walks over there, he looks, picks up the damn. Chi- what's what's squ- left of the hamster? What's left of it? It looks like uh, a piece, It looks like a, a dish rag. Yeah, it's all busted open. He's like, "Damn, you got messed up." That's all he said. <laughs> he got messed up, and, and, and this thing's like half of what missing, it was. Yeah, and it's like splattered. And then it the he commits the idiotic sin. You know, or I don't know what you want to call it, the faux pas, yeah, so to say, of sticking his face into an area where he hears a noise. It's pitch black. You don't know what's coming. But then again, anybody, any horror aficionado knows. Here comes your first jump scare. Yeah, sure as shit. Here it comes. Blam! It hits, but it catches on some bars, chases around, then it jumps his ass. Yep, and gets inside of his leg. Somehow and inside of his freaking body. Which ticks don't, don't normally do. They don't go normally inside you. They just stand outside and suck your blood. Yeah, which is dumb. And then they cut away. Mm-hmm. Back to our friends. You know, the happy hunting gang. Yes. Or the happy camping, you know, <laughs> the happy campers. And it's getting settled into this uh, cabin out there in the woods. It's actually a pretty nice setting. Scenery's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get set up. They got music going. And then they... Settle in. I guess they get settled in for the night. Uh, they actually come across one of the eggs um, at one point, which is draining all the fluid and stuff. That's right. And um, Poking at it in the closet, I think. Yeah, and Ooh. you've got... Everybody's doing their own thing. So you've got the Hispanic Native American dude working out. You've got Carlton <laughs> Cena over there using an axe, doing Hapkido axe work in the fucking forest. <laughs> and Yeah, and you've got all the other... The girls are all hanging around not doing shit. Yeah. Uh, you've got geeky Seth Green who's not doing anything. He's just stuck in the. Ca- he's he's walking around checking out the area. And the one good thing is, at least you see that everywhere in this forest now are these freaking pods, these quivering slime bags, the tick eggs, yeah, that are tick, you know, supposedly tick eggs. And one of these little girls is out there walking with Seth and feels something get on her back, and he's like, "Turn around, there's something on your back." And an egg sack is on her back. She got a sack on her back. Sack on the back, and it's not Seth Damn. Green's. Damn. <laughs> anyway, he goes to pull this thing loose, and you see these legs hanging out of this thing, and it is chomped down on her spine. And so I mean, it, it, yeah, he's able to, to poke it with a stick, and it chomps on the stick, and he's able to knock it down, and then it takes off with the stick. The fucking tick takes off with a stick. The tick takes there's off with a the stick. There's a lot of the rhyming in this. Yeah. <laughs> the sack on her back, which was a tick, took off with a stick. That's right. So they run back and they tell him that there was a giant tick in the woods or there's something in the woods gross. And and the typical non-caring white adults are like, oh, you know what? Who cares? You probably saw nothing. Don't worry about it. Nothing. Your kids are so stupid. Come on. I I hate made hot dogs. Come on. (laughs) And they run back into the creeps from town who are also the drug dealer jackasses. Yep. Which you don't know yet, but you know these two assholes are up to no good. Up to no good. That is right. And so they harass him for a bit, and then they take off, and no one gives a shit. And <laughs> that's pretty much how this is going. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It has to build up. Yeah. So we we cut back to Ron Howard, who apparently had passed Ron. out. <laughs> oh, sorry, Clint Howard, <laughs> <laughs> who passed out. Well, Ron, Ron would have, might have been able to do something with it. If Ron had directed this, he would have done something. Oh with yeah. It. 
Uh, but he wakes back up, and he's like freaking out because his, his his skin is moving underneath his shirt. Because again, the ticks have dug Any, into if him. If anybody's ever seen the Mummy, you're sitting in the big the big uh, Arab guy who gets the the uh, scarab beetle under his skin, yeah. crawling around. Same thing. Not as effective though. Not as effective. No, and uh, so all the kids. And it cuts back to all the kids starting a campfire out in the middle of the woods, and they're now doing, that's a fire though. They're doing it pretty badly though. They He's, dump about a half a half a jug of gasoline on it and torch it, and, and it like whoosh. Yeah, and it, interrupts the 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 counselor dude getting busy with his wife. <laughs> yeah, Pete's getting ready to slip the pickle to Holly. That's right. He's about to put. He's about to give her his tick. Yeah, and. And mind you, there's there's no rescue titties. Nope. Okay, I'm gonna have to tell you that right now. I'm very sorry to announce there's no rescue titties. So then we cut to the mortal sin of every movie. The, I hate this. The dog is out in the middle of the woods, and of course, it gets attacked by a tick. I'm gonna start finding all these people that write these scripts. I'm gonna start beating the shit out of them. And they hear the dog scream out, and a, it's an actual blood curdling. It's a blood curdling scream. It's yeah. not just some regular screech. It's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's not the usual awful. dog yip. It's just it's no. It's this, it's this horrid sound. Yeah, and they go over there, and the dog, dog is twitching. He's doing he's this sh- weird. Yeah, he's doing this weird convulsion thing on the he's ground. Got this huge wound inside of his body, and C Note picks him up, takes him back to the cabin, and like, <laughs> look, we need to take him to the vet, and. So then it cuts to the next day, and the sheriff comes out to the camp. He's asking him a bunch of questions. But yeah, but the thing is, he's like, and he, he doesn't I, really explain why he's out there. He just no. shows up. He's poking around. They tell, offer him breakfast. He sees him. what the hell they're cooking. He says, hell no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, she cooking? No, I'm out. Fuck this. So then the counselor decides. Uh, so then they also tell him that... Um, that uh, C note has disappeared because he left because he was gonna he's gonna get the hell out of here and head back to the city or whatever. Yeah, after his town. dog was done, he was he was yeah finished. he was out he was done. He's like I'm done I'm out fuck y'all. So, so he disappears. The counselor guy comes in and tells Seth Green, hey, "I'm gonna go look for C note, but I'm also gonna take the dog to the vet. Why don't you come with me?" So they take it to the vet and the vet's poking around in it. And now, this part is freaking funny though. She gets a damn hypodermic needle and is trying gonna take a blood sample. Yeah. And she's poking the dog everywhere, and she's trying to draw blood, and no blood nothing, comes out. No blood's coming out, so it's like, okay. And she's like, "Well, something's got this." Yeah. All of a sudden, she stabs it in this one place, and it starts going. The needle starts shaking, and it yanks loose from her hand, and she's working it and trying to squeeze it out. All of a sudden, this damn tick, the size, probably twice the size of fizz. This one's a big one. Yeah, pops out hypodermic needle is in its neck yeah and it hauls ass and starts running around the office so we get this like this five minute scene of the the, the vet literally seth he ain't green. five freaking minutes yeah vet seth green and the counselor dude running around trying to chase this thing meanwhile it's it's running around the floor it's running around the cabinets it's all hilarious. with a needle stuck they're, in the and back they're not looking at it and it keeps scampering by when they're not looking and shit it's fucking funny this is where i i do want to take a a quick mention of of the fact that the um the practical effects in this movie are really good for what it is for the budget it had it really wasn't bad i mean because the the ticks look like ticks obviously but yes they do they they are very fast they scurry around like like giant spiders (laughs) which is really cool but like um all their movement is done either you know with with uh practicals or with uh um I'm guessing low-grade claymation or low-grade CGI. No, there's no CGI because there's no green screens in this movie. I guess so. But, uh, yeah, but you see them a lot, and you see them running around and moving and stuff, and they all look really good. Like, you can't see the strings. You can't see any, like, wires or anything. Um, They're really well done. And then when the close-up of the tick, like, when when they finally capture it and she dissects it, it's got realistic looking guts and jizz. Entrails and, and stuff. And it, yeah. <laughs> it, it looks really good. Like, like, and all of them, all the ticks are always moving all the time. Yep. No matter where, the only time that you, you, they don't move is when they're right before they're about to be blown up with fire. Yeah. So that's when, because they're full of explosive. Right, right. Because <laughs> so the, these so ticks when, are full of explosives, so they can't move them. So you start touching them off, and, and they boom. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you see, you see whole forests of ticks 
moving Come. and it looks really neat they they actually did a really good job Especially i have to give a, them props for a directed video because in movie. a lot well yeah because in a lot of movies like this if they have multiple creatures moving at the same time now i will say these these little creatures did run in formation yeah quite a lot yeah. they're always in formation it yeah. looked good but in a lot of movies they move in unison you don't see the legs moving. No. They just kind of scoot like somebody's dragging them on a sheet or some shit. Unless it's CGI, which in that Unless. case you can tell it's CGI. Of course, yeah. The only other movie that I will say um, <clears throat> was better but was because they used real actual uh, insects was Arachnophobia. <laughs> because they used real spiders. Yeah. That, ooh, fuck that movie. Yeah. But like these ones are really great because as you mentioned, you see all the legs moving all yes. the time. Yes. Like, and it, it, they're not just moving, like wiggling. They they're actually not like going, the, yeah, like the little wind up crabs or something you buy yeah. in the store. They're actually they're, going like they're actually hitting the ground and going back and forth. So yeah. you, you literally get the illusion of movement with all of these uh, ticks. Yep. Yeah, so it's really really cool. And then we cut back real quick to a scene with C Note. He's lost in the woods because he, I guess he was just hiding. I guess he didn't really want to go all the way back to L.A. Well, I whatever. think what happened was he left at night, so he stopped like in a cave to sleep. Yep. And, and then he shows him walking, and all of a sudden he's like, ah, and and of he course gets, he's got a fucking tick on his on leg. On his leg, yeah. So he pulls and that he, off. He starts to pull it off and cut it loose, and they cut away from him. Yeah. No, and that's it. It's like a real quick scene. And they flash back to the camp. And now, of course, everybody's just laying around doing jack Chilling shit. stuff, yeah. Uh, the lady's of... trying to get people to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And tell them, hey, y'all want to go fishing? No, man, we good. We're going to work on our tan and all this shit. So... She sends two of the girls to go fishing. Mm-hmm. The little young, I guess it looks like a little Asian girl. Yeah. And a little white girl with no chin. With no chin, yeah. Miss send them chin. down to the So pond. she sends chin and no chin down there. <laughs> oh, Lord to have go mercy. Fishing. <laughs> okay, that's staying in. Yeah, that's staying in. Okay, well, they go fishing. Well, anyway, they're down there doing their thing. Uh, and Asian girl casts out. And then... Uh, Okay, chin casts out. <laughs> yeah, chin casts starts out. Starts reeling in, and it gets stuck. So no chin goes in the water, uh-huh. starts swimming across, and goes over there to see if she can free the line. And when she pulls it, the body of the sheriff pops up. Right, right. You know, and you're like, holy shit. They scream, they run, they get out, and then they fall against something, and they look, and it's the sheriff's car, and it's covered. It's got bullet holes in it, and it's covered with, like, weeds and shit. Right. Which is dumb. They should have drove it and hit it better or drove it into, into the fucking lake or lake something, or something yeah. to hide it. But they didn't. So these criminals are obviously very stupid. So then uh, we, we cut to the Hispanic dude and his white girlfriend. Yep. And they're playing, like, they're running through the woods and playing hey, a game. We got, it's a good mix here, folks. And she ends up finding the, the shed where Ron Howard had all his weed shit in there. <laughs> Sorry, Clint Howard. I keep saying Ron. <laughs> And so she she comes across across two different uh, things. First, she comes across a large stash of the weed plants. Yes, that he's grown in. It looks glorious. I know it sounds bad. I don't smoke weed. It looks glorious. And then, but then she comes across a whole wall of the tick eggs. I mean, a whole fucking wall of them. And you know, something bad's about to happen. Well, and, and it's not just that. The fact is, she goes right up to him and sticks her face like six inches away from one of these things. Yeah. And then you see the inside. You see it. It's like the little freaking aliens thing. Whatever yeah. the hell those things the, are called. The uh, face huggers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> face huggers. That's what they're called. They're called face huggers. Yep. Uh, so then, but then all of a sudden, Clint Howard uh, shows up. See, I got it right this time. Yep. Uh, and he's all fucked up. His face is all jacked up because of the. The ticks have eaten them up. It's and like shit. pulsating because it's inside his freaking head. Yeah, and so he, and he knocks her to the ground. Yeah, and he's got this gun. And he's begging for her to shoot him. Kill one. And then his face pops, and one of the ticks jumps out and lands on her neck. And then he's laying there. You hear the gun cock, but then he just dies before he can blow his own brains out. Yeah, which is a shame. Yeah, it's a shame way you to know. go. But she takes off. Clint and just don't get no love. No, man. no, none at all. Uh, so then it cuts back real quick to Carlton, who uh, to C note, who's passed out on the ground. Then it cuts again to the uh, he's like hallucinating because we forgot to mention oh, that yeah, the ticks, right. unfortunately, when they bite, release a toxin that usually would numb uh, the victims. So right. You don't know they're biting you, you know, the dog or but even humans, anybody because of the steroids. Because of steroids, 
it now has become this super toxin when they right. bite. Plus the size, the, their general size, that's injecting you with so much of this stuff when they bite you. So he starts hallucinating that he's in like an alley somewhere and all of a sudden he gets punched and then he's on the ground and these two white supremacist fucks, whoever they are, are beating him down for no freaking reason whatsoever. You know, just just punching him and yeah, you're the, like, the, what in the hell is going on? They put a damn gun in his face and stuff. But then we begin to start to realize these guys are the ones running the dope operation. Right. And they're trying to rid, I guess, rid the uh, area of any witnesses mm-hmm. or anybody that knows. And I guess they think he knows. So while that's going on, he actually ends up pulling his knife out, stabbing one in the leg. Yeah. Takes off. And then they catch up with him. But then the fight ensues and he starts beating the hell out of, out of the uh, meth tooth. Yeah. One starts calling him, you know. And the other one is nowhere to be found. It's like he sends the meth head, the meth head looking one, yeah, to chase him down. And uh, after he shoots him, but then we get the scariest part of the whole movie where Carlson starts dropping the f bomb. Uh, that saying, I'm gonna surprised beat your fucking me. ass. That surprised me. I was like, you, you country fuck, and he starts cu- getting, <laughs> and he starts he starts whooping on his ass, and then the other one shows up and starts gets ready to start firing at him, but he takes off to run. Uh, but when he fires, he ends up hitting one of the tanks that they have the the propane tanks out there, yep. which starts to, starts a fire in the in the weed. It starts field. the fire. Yeah, and then he ends up hitting Carlton Sino in the side of the the stomach with a shotgun. So he lands and he ends up he he we forgot to mention that earlier the uh, Hispanic dude uh, is a roid freak had a, had a bunch of roids in a yep. bag in his his back his uh, rucksack and so Carlton when they went out of stops a stopping point ruffles everybody's bags and found the steroids took him for himself well now yep. that he's shot he's taking he starts taking the steroids to give him the energy to keep to going keep going uh so then we cut back to uh hispanic dude who found his girlfriend <laughs> and is taking her back to the cabin because she's got this big a hispanic mark on her dude named rome yeah named rome i know he's probably not hispanic but he looks hispanic he does um but anyway so she's hallucinating because she's got bit by the tick Yep, and she keeps hallucinating that her his her, her boyfriend is uh, Clint Howard, all fucked up. Yeah, and you know what? Even all not even not fucked up. If he was hallucinating, it was Clint. That'd be kind of scary. Kind of scary. Way. Yeah, for real. Um, well, the the van shows up with uh, counselor and Seth uh, Seth Green, who luckily are coming back from the vet. They find him. They, they them. They pick him up and they take him back to the cabin. All this time. The fire that the two drug dealers started has grown immensely. Absolutely. And it is hurting the ticks, shall we say, Towards, toward the cabin. Yes. Where they're all staying. So all... We, we know some shit's about to go down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then we come back to the cabin where everybody's back inside except for C-Note. Um, they have the one girl under some blankets trying to keep her calm. Yep. Trying to figure out how they're going to go get help for uh, for her when the drug dealers show up and start banging on the door and say, "Let them in." They let them in. They got ticks all over them. And shit. Yeah, they let them in. They got ticks all over them, um, and also the ticks start crawling all over the house. Which again, the effect looks really cool. And and at this point, we'll have to say only C Note knows these guys are criminals. Right, right. The others. So the other ones are completely unaware. So they let them in. Yeah. And then everything goes to shit. to shit. Yeah, so take it from here, James. <laughs> well, anyway, these two bozos pull a gun on everybody, and then we know, okay, something's going to go down, and he's holding them all hostage. He says they all know what's going on. He thinks, you know, he's just super paranoid because he knows, you know, these guys all know our operation, and he's spilling this shit. Yeah. He's doing the exposition dump. He's basically telling the, uh, the other people... What they're what they're up to, right? And, and, and nobody his, asked in his assumption. Yeah. So <laughs> he's basically wasting his energy. He didn't have to say a damn thing. Well, anyway, during the ruckus, C Note shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. But he points them out, and at that point, that's when the uh, two Nazi poster boys pull out fucking shotgun and hold them all at bay. Yep. And C Note fucking dies. Well, he and don't forget this. I forget he also has a tick on his arm. He does that they burn off, uh, and this is when you uh, yes. see. This is when you see that you realize that these ticks, when they're exposed to fire, they explode. explode. So he croaks. They sit there. They're being held hostage. So Peter Scolari uh, makes a run for it, and they shoot his ass in the leg. 
I mean, they shoot his ass in the ass. They shoot his ass. They shoot, his, <laughs> they shoot him in the, in the part between leg, where yeah. his ass meets a leg. Yeah, pretty and, meaty and yeah. a good shot. And so they start administering first aid, and they're threatening everybody with violence if they don't give him the keys. The lady finally gives him the keys, and he tells and his, he tells the toothless meth head, "Yeah, you go out there and get. I ain't going out there. You crazy." So he starts getting pissed off at him, and he starts threatening him with a shotgun. And he says, "And and." We forgot to mention this. This bozo insists on being called sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's pointless. Makes no difference. We won't mention it again. But for some no. reason, he does that. So he cocks the gun, says, yes, sir. Gives that asshole a torch and forces him to go out to the van. So he gets out to the van. And right as he walks in. And I in, called it. I yeah. said, I'm serious. <laughs> I said, there's going to be a tick in the fucking van. Because the window was open. <laughs> the window's window wide the van was open. Up. So he gets in and kill two. Boom, the tick bites him in the back of the neck. Didn't even take three seconds. No. I mean, wham. Bit him. He started hallucinating and passed the fuck out. Started honking the horn. And then he sees this hallucination. He's yes. hallucinating that he sees the sheriff on the porch with a shotgun. And he's covered in moss and shit. And it's pretty good makeup. Yeah. Pretty good makeup effects. And so he takes off with the van and runs him over like Don Vandenberg from Christine. I yeah. Mean, just runs in like he's going through the gas station door. Just and bam, hits him. He goes flying, but yet he survives. I mean, he hit him hard with the van and pushed him through an entire wall, cabin, cabin wall. Yeah. Which would knock you the fuck out at oh, least. Yeah. At least, yeah. And the stupid son of a bitch survived. And we're like, damn it. Okay, and so all the kids and everybody run upstairs. Because they're they're trying to escape these guys, so they run upstairs to the cabin. Um, and when that happens, the um, the guy, the other guy, the guy that, that survived is like stuck somewhere. And while they're upstairs trying to escape, something magical happens. This is the best part of the movie this, by a mile. And this is what I referenced earlier at the beginning of the review. Yes. Kill three. C note. Okay. All of a sudden, the, t- the the there's no wall in this cabin, so all these ticks rush in. They <laughs> they enter C note and they start dragging his body all over the cabin floor. Uh, that is hilarious. The reason they go for C note is because they were born of uh, steroids. Yes, C note was taking steroids. Yep, and so his blood has that smell to it. So they attack so him. They, they attack- enter him. Yep, and then all of a sudden, in this glorious, wondrous. Stan Winston-esque scene. Yes. His legs start growing these weird appendages. His face splits in half. And a glorious four-foot C-note tick, tick comes out. I love out. it. It's great. And the effects and are great. It's practical. And it and it looks not... It doesn't look that bad. It no. has independent moving legs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was... And mandibles and... Yeah. I mean, the the motors and everything are probably in the in the in the rear end because it looks like it's kind of high up. <laughs> Kill four. But then it goes and it attacks the guy that survived. Yep. And kills him, basically getting revenge because yes, it does. it's it's now a C note tick. That's the guy that shot him. That's right. So now the t- the tick probably knows, you know, probably has his thoughts. Who that's knows? That's right. <laughs> and so while that while as that happens, the kid everybody's upstairs and they're trying to figure out how to get to the van. To bring it to the window where they're at, so that they can get out. And so they send uh, Seth Green out, and he has a broom that he lights on fire, and he's touch popping all these fucking ticks. He's yeah, like, Kapat, as soon Kapat. as he touches them, they explode. Well, that's pretty cool, you know. But what's funny is, like I said, they keep running in form in these perfect little formations, which is hilarious. Yeah. But uh, so then yeah, fi- the pu- the pus popping ticks is hilarious. Yeah, and this is the only time you see see the ticks not moving is yeah, when this happens. Unfortunately, they're plants. Yeah, obviously. So he gets to the van. Uh, he he sees the other the meth head dude is in there covered in ticks. He kills them all, takes them out, and gets the van under the window. Yep. Then one by one, everybody starts to to climb out of the window into the van. While that's happening, all of a sudden, C-Note Tick is at the door trying to break in. Trying to get in. He's like, hey, you motherfuckers, you ain't leaving without me. Hey, hey, where you going, bitches? Where you going? (laughs) Uh, And so everybody gets out except for a Hispanic dude. And as he's about to get out. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Except for a Hispanic dude. Yeah. Kill five. 
Yep. As he's about to get out, the tick actually ends up attacking him and biting him in the leg. And yanks his ass back in the window. I was like, here he goes. He's going to yeah. go back in the window. He has and a taste sure as shit, he, he wants, does. Yep, yep, because the tick wants some Hispanic food. He wants, he wants a burrito right now. So, uh, and so we got a lot of brooms here, I've noticed, too. Yeah, so Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth, <laughs> Seth Green. <laughs> Seth Green climbs back up in the window and asks the other girl to light a broom on fire and pass it to him when he's in the window. So she does. And again, he uses a, a broom on fire. He lights it on. Yeah, he does. He he. He does it. The large, the, you know, C note tick grabs the broom and pulls it away from him. But yet he's bite, he's biting the end that's on that's fire. That's on fire, yeah. So it catches him on fire. Kill six. And what is hilarious and glorious is we all know what happens when he touches all the other little ticks. Yeah. But this four foot motherfucker blows the roof smithereens. off of this fucking cabin. Yeah. It's hilarious. It goes off and kablam. Blows the shit out of it, and then this wood trail goes, or this, uh, excuse me, this fire trail cuts across the yard, hits the propane tank, mm. cabin blows up, the forest explodes, then we get a fairly, you know, cheesy scene of everybody in a weird rocking van driving away, like you always see at the end of these movies. Now, I do want to say that this, this can only happen in this time period, because if it was done nowadays, there wouldn't be the uh, wood broom yeah. With the with the wooden bristles like they had, it, nope. it would all be plastic and the you'd shit be, wouldn't work. You'd have been fucked. Yeah, you just have a bunch of <laughs> melted fucking plastic brooms. Yep. And so anyway, so it cuts to an, another time, and there it cuts to some city scenes, and then it goes to a junkyard where we see the van has been taken to. Yep. And the camera pans down to the bottom of the van. We see some goop dropping on the floor, and then an egg falls out from underneath the van and it starts, starts pulsating. pulsating. End and of the movie. Credits. All right, James, I want to hear what you thought of this movie. Give me your well, review. I thought my review, I'm going to tell you what. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Okay. For what it was. Lots of laughs. Practical effects were real good. Yeah. The acting was half-ass decent. It really wasn't that god-awful. Okay. Even even the kids. Yeah. Um, uh, the script, yeah. The story was not so good because it didn't really explain a lot of the elements. No. That. I mean, I guess it didn't need... There, there's things that could have been left out of it, like the whole sheriff thing. Yeah. That, the that sheriff didn't... didn't mention at any point that I remember about, hey, you know, he did men- they did mention in the beginning of the movie that there's some weed heads out there, but right. they didn't mention anything about any crime lords or yeah. anything. So these two bozos that showed up, you know with flexing all their muscle and being stupid, they really didn't have any place in the movie because it wasn't explained. Yeah. I'm willing to overlook that. The the ticks, the stupidity, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> the crappy blood effects, you know, overall, not bad at all. I'm going with the critics on this one. Not okay. bad at all. all I'm right. actually gonna give ticks a two turds. Two turds. Two turds. I'm giving it two time. turds. This one, I want you to guy. I want you guys to watch it and play a drinking game. Play a drinking game every time a tick attacks somebody, or you know, play a mustache game. And every time a tick, you know, you know, every time a mustache <laughs> lands on a tick, mustache land. And I'm gonna tell you what, you could be, you could get fucked up because there's parts in this movie where there's tons of ticks. Oh my god! But yeah, I'm giving it a two. A, a, sol- two? a, a solid two. Not, nowhere near, not, I'm not even leaning toward a one, yeah. not at all, but it's a good solid two. Solid two-turd tick time movie. Yeah, all right. for what it was, because I was actually pleasantly surprised. Yes, it was dumb, but in the annals of what we are doing here, this one deserves a little bit of love. Not too bad. Yeah, I actually kind of agree with you on all that. Um, the acting was definitely some of the best acting we've seen so far in this series. Um, everybody did even c-note as even carlton as a gangster was <laughs> as funny as it was to see he still did a good job with, and seth is not a bad actor for a kid no but seth was kind of playing himself he was playing the yeah. same kid he played in it a little snotty shit yeah the same kid he plays in uh without a paddle he plays the same yeah. same character all the time the same kid from uh, uh well no actually a different character from, from she's all that because he was he was like a wannabe whatever <laughs> um but yeah everybody did a pretty good job uh uh the like, as we mentioned the effects i think the effects which is always an important aspect for these kind of movies because these kind of movies don't have a lot going for them other than effects yes because they don't have a strong story strong script strong acting usually 
Uh, and so it all Most of them down. have a strong odor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm that's, telling you, man. That's a, that's a good point. So most of the time, it, it all boils down to how good or how good bad yeah, are the effects. Absolutely. Because like with our last one, with Beaster Day, the effects was absolutely fucking horrible, ridiculous, but I love the shit out of it. Absolutely. Nowhere near as good. These are Stan Winston level quality uh uh, special effects compared to Beaster Day. Yes. But I still love the shit out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So the effects were really good. The texts were good. Ticks and cockroaches are the only two insects that I cannot stand and I will kill with a vengeance when I see one. Because <laughs> I hate I hate both those. Oh, yeah. Um. So it got under my skin. You know, haha. Pun intended. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, the story wasn't that strong. The script wasn't that strong. But it didn't really need to be because we had glory. We had a ton of glorious tick scenes yes. and kills and the giant four foot goddamn tick was awesome yes i loved it loved yes, it loved it yes, yes. the ending was super fucking weak but <laughs> it's definitely a two turd tick time for this movie for me fantastic yeah yeah go check it out guys go watch it it's 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 kind of boring in some parts. It goes kind of slow in the middle, but uh, otherwise. What shitty horror movies aren't though? You know, I've noticed that there's always a lull. There's a real lull in a lot of these movies. It's like they know how they want to start the movie and they know how they want to end the movie. Yep. And then like I don't know how to fucking do the middle part. That's what? Probably, just, you know, in the middle they're like, okay, the director's like, okay, we got about fifteen minutes. We yeah. got to film. Just run around and do whatever. It's it's like the the middle part. They're like, okay, we, maybe we should do some some character development, but I don't know how to do that. So just have characters do boring, <laughs> random shit, and that's their development. <laughs> anyway. Yep. All right, James. Well, why don't you tell the fine folks at home where they can find us on all, all the right. shit? No problem. All right. Well, we are proud members of the FourthHand.com Media Network. You can go there and find find our show. You can find our other project as well, uh, State of Fear. Uh, there are also lots of other very fine programs on there. Lots of great shows. Uh, give them a look. Give them a like. Uh, you know, review them. Help them out. Uh, we are also on Facebook, of course, under What the Suck, and we are on Instagram under What the Suck. I don't like Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Yeah, fuck Twitter. Yeah, we dumped that shit a long time ago. Uh, we also you can find us, like I say, on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Castbox, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast, we're pretty much there. Uh, props again to now. Chris. Props again to Chris. He's really worked hard at getting us spread around. Oh, thanks. Getting us out there. So we appreciate that, brother. Yep. And yep. Uh, go rate and review us. Please. Yeah. Go Check rate, us out. Review. Even okay. Don't you don't have to even like give like a. I mean, put, if I mean, if you're sitting there speechless and you just don't know what to say, I understand. Just say good, good show. But or say good, good episode. show or what the hell was that? We say, don't care. Give us five stars and then just say two words. That's all you got to do. But just uh, rate and review us because the more you do, the the higher up on the list we go and the more people will get to experience our lovely, lovely voices. Yeah. And we do, we do know there's a uh, a much smaller market for horror movie, mo- you know, just strict horror movie stuff. We yeah. get it. But there you, y'all are out we there. We know you out there. Oh, yeah. And we love you. We do. We love you. And, uh, yeah, let's go rate and review. We're on YouTube and whatever. And uh, and then James will tell you where we find that. So, yeah. <laughs> I think I am. I think the ticks have got my brain, and my brain is out. They have sucked your brains clean out. They have. All right, folks. Well, anyway, I'm James, and if it ain't on what the suck, it ain't shit. And I am Chris, and I will see y'all at the next tick suck fest. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Deuces.
You've been listening to a fourth hand joint. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouthwatering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea.